This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners out there, if at any point during the show today you want to get some more information, feel free to give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445, or you can visit the website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And of course, while you're at the website, make sure you check out the radio page. We've got some of our past episodes there and you can subscribe to the show on your favorite uh, uh, outlet for podcasts. And in addition to that, you can also check out the TV show. And if you've never caught the TV show before, make sure to check out the TV show page on the website as well. We've got a couple of past episodes there, as well as airtimes, so you can mark down when you want to tune in to Financially Speaking on TV every week, uh, because there are new episodes coming out every week, and uh, it's a great resource for anybody that's uh, getting ready to or already enjoying retirement. Now, in our experience, uh, the unique needs and concerns of women who are retired or are very close to it is one of the most underreported and little discussed elements of retirement planning. Advertising for retirement tools and services offer feature images of happy couples that are eagerly uh, eagerly beginning their uh, post-work lives as a team. But what about the many women who will enter retirement on their own? During today's episode, we're actually going to discuss some of the things that women can do to potentially make their retirement a little more comfortable. But before we chat about the unique uh, retirement needs of women, let's make sure to say hello to everybody here with me today, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? Oh, doing great. Thanks for asking, Cole. Uh, I'm glad to be here with you guys, uh, Sue and Cole. This is going to be a fun one. And uh, Sue, I know you're excited about this because you've helped so many women over the years retire. Uh, and uh, both of you have. And I think that's great. I've had a busy week. You know, last weekend, my son got married. And Congratulations. Uh, yes, Congratulations. Uh, that, I would I would say it went off without a hitch. But <laughs> but they did get a hitch. Uh, my wife and I are so proud of our son, Adam, and his bride, Bree. Uh, beautiful, uh, great, and so we're happy for him. Otherwise, that kept me busy. And, uh, you know, my pocketbook hurts a little bit more. But <laughs> I know, right? That's usually how it yeah. goes, Tony. <laughs> Sue, how have you been? I'm doing great. I'm just, you know, once again, waiting for this weather to warm up. Um, (laughs) Oh, I know. Next week, it's supposed to be in the 60s. That's what they're saying. So you never know. Waiting for spring to spring over here. Yeah, (laughs) wait. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, really. No. What it's going to do is it's going to go right into summer, and it'll be like 80s and 90s right away. (laughs) It's going to just skip right over spring. I'll be fine with that. (laughs) As long as it's not 30 or 40, I'm happy. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But we're still there. It's like winter's hanging on for some crazy reason. Well, you know, 
this topic and Cole, I I don't even have to ask how you've been. I know you've been <laughs> you great. Know, I'm great. I'm great. No complaints, Tony. You've been <laughs> you've been busy. So, um, yes, that's an understatement. <laughs> well, you guys, you know, we've talked on the show before about how women are underserved when it comes to retirement planning and retirement resources. So, I think this is a good opportunity to address some steps that they can take to get ready. Right. Well, yes, Tony. And actually, there was a CNBC article entitled Men Have Over Three Times More Retirement Savings Than Women, Seven Steps to Make Sure You're Financially Secure. And it actually has some really powerful information. So let's start with some of the statistics from the article. Now, currently, women make only 82 cents for every dollar a man makes, which immediately makes preparing for retirement more challenging. And furthermore, women have an average retirement savings of 23000 compared to 76000 for men. Now, while those numbers are certainly alarming, the truth is a comprehensive strategy can make all the difference. Well, it really can. So what's uh, one of the first uh, steps? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I swallowed down the wrong tube. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, Tony, the first step is to simply be involved with your finances. Now, the old saying that knowledge is power is absolutely true when it comes to your personal finances. Now, make sure you get into the habit of going through all of your accounts on a weekly basis so that you have a complete understanding of what money is going in and what money is going out. Now, many of our clients take a peek at their checking account every morning right on their phones. It makes it much easier nowadays. But uh, checking your accounts frequently also helps you understand your spending habits. If you see a bunch of weekly charges from the same coffee shop, it may be a sign that it's time to start brewing your own at home a little more often to save a little cash. Wow. Okay. That, that's a good tip. So uh, obviously, uh, what about, uh, I think, uh, people who share finances, what about them? Well, Tony, there's still no reason to not keep an eye on your finances. Both people have the right to look at their shared accounts. The next step is to set up a savings account that you don't touch. If there's one thing we can all expect, it's sometimes getting stung by the unexpected. For instance, a new set of tires, um, a last-second airplane ticket to a friend's sudden wedding, or having some money set aside for unexpected expenses is always a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. But how much money are we talking about having set aside like that? Well, the rule of thumb is to set aside three to six months worth of living expenses in an emergency fund. But ultimately, you should simply save as much as you can within your circumstances. Now, even setting aside $50 per paycheck, that can eventually turn into a nice pile of money that could help you out when something unforeseen pops up. And don't forget that having a cash reserve can help you avoid relying on too much on credit cards. So take, for, take the example of a new set of tires. If you pay cash for an $800 set, you spent $800. But if you put an $800 set of tires on a credit card, you could end up paying a lot more thanks to interest. So we live in what's largely become a credit-based financial world. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be thoughtful and forward thinking when it comes to whipping out the plastic. Well, right. And I think most people need a credit card, but having one doesn't need it doesn't mean you need to use it. Right. Well, that's exactly right, Tony. Now, the next step is to plan for the future. Now, it sounds pretty simple, right? 
But really, the reality is many of us get caught up in uh, the here and now, and they forget about what we'd like our lives to look like after we leave the office for the last time. So as this particular article points out, women typically live longer than men on average. So it's critical for women to ask themselves several questions. For example, what if I outlive my husband or my partner? And will I want to keep our home once I'm on my own? And also, if I live into my late 80s or 90s, what will I need in terms of long-term care coverage? Yeah, those are heavy but important questions uh, for people to ask, aren't they, Sue? Well, they are indeed, Tony. And you should also consider how other people's finances may be affected if something were to happen to you. Now, designing a legacy plan is an important financial step for many women. And a legacy plan will spell spell out how your bills will be paid if you're unable to do it yourself and will also identify errors for your finances and property. Now, for many folks, working with a financial services professional is a great way to ensure that you're on top of your financial strategy and are working toward the kind of retirement that you're really excited about. Yeah, that's a good point, Sue. Uh, so uh, we should probably take a quick break here. Cole, is there anything you want to add before the break? Absolutely. You know, if there's anybody out there that is questioning whether or not they have the right plan in place for their retirement, whether they be, you know, a, a single female or, or a married couple or, or any individual out there that might be thinking about retirement, we encourage them to give us a call and schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation. They can do that by going to our website, retirewithbushka.com. It's really simple. You just click on the yellow book now button and you can put yourself right on our calendar for one of our advisors. Or you can give the office a call anytime at 715-355-4445. And of course, at that point, you can schedule in either our Wausau or Eau Claire office, or you can schedule virtually if that's a better option for you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Cole. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Every journey starts with a single step. Having an advisor to guide you can be your key to financial success. From the first steps of building wealth, starting a family or business, preparing for retirement so you can live comfortably, and protecting your legacy for your loved ones. Through all life's changes, we are here, helping local families just like yours for over 40 years. Visit retirewithbushka.com to see how we can help. Bushka Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And today, you've been chatting about some of the essential financial steps for women because women are often insufficiently targeted when it comes to retirement services and tools and left in a bad spot, especially when their husbands might pass away early. So uh, now we have some more uh, info on that in this segment. What's the next financial tip? for women out there? Well, like I mentioned in the first segment uh, that CNBC article, uh, Next recommends setting financial goals that are focused on your long-term security. Now, first, regularly contribute to a savings account. Now, as the article notes, many financial experts recommend saving at least 20% of your monthly gross income. I'm sure many of you just yelled, 20%? Come on. But the reality is, is any amount that you can save out of each check is likely likely to benefit you at some point in the future. Sure. And I think that's important. Saving as much as you can. Obviously, that makes sense. 
Absolutely. And beyond contributing to a savings account, it may be a smart play to aggressively pay down some of your high interest debt. For many folks, credit cards are the biggest source of high interest debt. So gather your credit card statements and identify the one with the highest interest rate and then potentially commit to paying it off as soon as possible. Doing that will, of course, save you money on interest and it's going to free up more cash to put into savings down the road. And finally, develop some long term goals. For example, if you've got young children, setting up a fund that covers the cost of their higher education may be a prudent goal. Do you want to take your family on a two-week dream vacation to a Disney resort? Start saving now and give yourself enough time to pay for the trip with cash rather than putting it on a credit card. Okay, so that, wow, that's good advice. And I've, when you talk about visiting Mickey and his pals uh, at Disney, <laughs> are you excited, uh, Tony? <laughs> well, without having to use your credit cards, uh, that strikes me as a great strategy because I think most people who go to say Disney World, uh, that's expensive, and yeah, uh, you end up running up that bill. But having the money to pay for it before you go is a wise move. That's right. The next financial tip for women is to build credit. Having credit in your name is perhaps more important than just about any other financial move out there. Finding true financial security can be extremely challenging when you don't have sufficient credit. Now, according to CNBC, roughly 45 million Americans are credit invisible. But if you fall into this camp, there's no reason that you have to give up hope. The first potential step is to become an authorized user on your partner or a relative's credit card. Now, once you're authorized, you'll begin benefiting from that person's good credit actions without being on the hook for any charges. Now, with this step, you'll want to be certain that the person who is the primary on the account is responsible and trustworthy. Well, yeah, and that's that's a good point, Sue. Uh, we live in a credit-driven society. Uh, what else can somebody do to build credit? Well, the next uh, potential solution is to open a secure credit card. Now, these cards may be a good option for beginners that are seeking to start building good credit. Secured cards are actually different than traditional cards in that they require a security deposit, which is usually around $200. And most secured cards uh, can then provide an opportunity to eventually receive an unsecured card. And finally, you may be able to gain positive credit by paying certain bills. For example, Experian Boost actually allows you to connect your bank account to your cell phone and your utility bills. And when you pay them on time, it's reflected in your credit history. So things like cable, internet, and streaming services may also qualify for on-time payment credit boosts. Now, a good or excellent credit score is generally 670 or higher. So if a program like Experian Boost or something similar can give you even 10 or 20 positive credit points, it'll be worth it. Right. And there you go. It would be worth it. Uh, that's that's a good point. Uh, and it's a great idea. I mean, getting credit uh, or a credit boost for paying your bills on time, that's a win-win. Yes, it is. And the article's next tip is to have a relationship with your creditors. Get to know the companies that you're working with and don't hesitate to reach out to them with questions if you need help. Well, Sue, I have to be honest with you here. Uh, getting to know my credit card company sounds sounds about <laughs> as much fun as summer school, you know? <laughs> right. Well, Tony, I'm not saying you have to become best friends with them, but it's, impor <laughs> it's important to get you know, below the surface a little bit so that you're comfortable with them. Uh, let me give you an example. If you're looking for a new credit card, your best bet 
for a card with a good interest rate and decent perks may be with your current bank or credit union, especially if you've been a good customer for a number of years. Now, if your bank or credit union offers a card and you've never overdrawn your debit account, it's likely going to improve your chances of qualifying for a card. Well, yeah, I would assume it would, and that's that's really good. You're starting to convince me here. So how else, how else should somebody build that relationship with their creditors? Well, Tony, you should make sure to be your own advocate. Uh, make sure to pay your bills on time, and paying more than the minimum are things that creditors will notice. And when you're doing things uh, like these consistently, you may be more likely to receive interest rate reductions and increased card limits. Right. And I think we have time for maybe one more tip. What else would you recommend that women do when it comes to planning for the kind of retirement they truly want, Sue? Well, don't go it alone. If you aren't already, begin working with a financial services professional because doing so will put an advocate in your corner. And remember, a good financial services professional isn't there to always tell you what you want to hear. They're there to give you honest insights, opinions, and advice. Well, yeah, and and that's really, really important, obviously. You guys were talking about financial tips for women that may make their path to retirement a little smoother, which we all want. And what do you have for us now in our final segment? Well, we're going to conclude today's show by addressing something that's a concern for many of our clients, dental care. Because Medicare doesn't provide dental benefits, many retirees are forced to find alternative dental coverage. Now, there was a Kiplinger article entitled Four Imperfect Ways Retirees Can Pay for Dental Care. And it does offer some great advice and also, as the headline implies, a healthy dose of reality. Now, the article makes plain that dental insurance in retirement is tricky at a time, you know, of your life when most folks experience frequent dental health issues. In fact, the article explains that around 20% of adults who are 65 or older have untreated tooth decay, and 68% have gum disease, and roughly one in five have lost all their teeth. So again, because original Medicare doesn't cover dental care, seniors must get dental coverage through Medicare Advantage or with an individual plan. And even then, plans may come up with a sizable list of restrictions that leave people underinsured. Wow, that doesn't sound like a lot of good news right there. No, Uh, no, not not really. really. Well, but I'm glad we're talking about this because the frustrating thing for me about Medicare is that uh, the three main things it doesn't cover, uh, dental, hearing, and vision, which, uh, as we all know, as we get older... Uh, those are the things that start to go. Uh, And so I'm just, I really am flabbergasted and confused why those things aren't included uh, in Medicare. Uh, So I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, So a lot of, you know, folks out there uh, who may be over 65 or in retirement, they've got concerns about dental vision and and even hearing. And, And dental is an important topic. Absolutely. It really is, Tony. So let's take a minute to look at some of the individual plans. Now, typically, monthly premiums for an individual plan run in the ballpark of around $20 to $80 per month. And for the most part, these plans provide two or three yearly cleanings and checkups. And though these plans aren't terribly expensive, you should be aware that they typically have a waiting period 
ranging from a handful of months to a couple of years before coverage for more extensive services begin. And waiting periods are in place to prevent people from enrolling only when they need expensive services. But coverage for routine services like cleanings and checkups are generally available immediately. Right. Well, and there you go. That's that's good, I guess. What are some of the other restrictions with an individual plan? Well, an individual plan may restrict you to dentists in a network with no out-of-pocket maximums. So, for example, plans generally pay a percentage of the cost for different services up to a yearly maximum, which is usually between $1,000 to $2,000. Now, you're then on the hook for anything higher than that maximum. Mm. Uh, to me, that means reading the fine print so you don't get stung by thinking you have more coverage right. than you really do, right? Absolutely, Tony. You, you're definitely right there. Now, the next thing retirees looking for dental coverage may want to consider is a dental discount plan. And though these plans are often cheaper, you uh, need to note that they are not insurance. Hmm. I, I'm not familiar with these. If they aren't insurance, what are they? Well, it's essentially a membership program that provides discounts and other savings on various dental services with no waiting period. You simply pay for services as you receive them at the discounted rate for the program that you signed up for. And in my opinion, the biggest issue with this program is that if you need significant dental care, it's still going to be potentially very expensive, even with those discounts. Yeah, I know I already mentioned reading the fine print, but uh, I guess I need to repeat it. Read the fine print with some of these right. deals. So. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So, Sue, what's next? Well, a Medicare Advantage plan is another potential option. In fact, the article notes that in 2019, 25% of Medicare enrollees had dental coverage from an Advantage plan. But be warned that the coverage can be a little thin don't leap into an Advantage plan just because you see headlines or bullet points touting dental services. Like with individual plans, Medicare Advantage sometimes imposes waiting periods of between six months and two years before the insurer agrees to pay for big-ticket procedures like crowns and dentures. And the insurer will likely cover only a predefined percentage of different services up to a cap which in most cases is no more than $2,000 a year. Now, the good news is that preventative services like checkups, x-rays, and cleanings are covered immediately. Mm, Okay. So uh, we've made it through three of the four ways retirees may be able to pay for dental services. So what's number four? Well, Tony, of course, the final option is to self-insure. Uh, You can kick money into a health savings account, more commonly referred to as an HSA, before you enroll in Medicare at age 65, and that may help you address some of your future dental health needs. Um, These tax-advantaged accounts are are funded with pre-tax dollars, and withdrawals for qualified medical expenses may be tax-free. Wow. Okay. Um, But HSAs, there are limitations there. Uh, You can't contribute money to an HSA forever, right? That's right, Tony. And once you've enrolled in Medicare, you can no longer contribute to an HSA. And also note that Medicare has a six-month look-back period to your 65th birthday. So ultimately, self-insuring works if you have the money to pay for the care you need. But for a lot of people, as they age and their needs become complex, self-insuring will become more challenging. So when it comes to things like dental and vision care in retirement, 
I'd really urge our listeners to work closely with a financial services professional who may be able to help them examine their overall financial strategy just to find ways to meet their dental and vision needs in the years ahead. And that's why we've got Doug Went on our team. He's our, you know, in-house uh, expert on all of those different topics that can help people understand what their different options are, what plans are available, and what might make the most sense based on their unique needs. Because, of course, everybody is a little different. You've got different desires for your coverage and things like that. So uh, with us uh, being an independent firm, we can really help seek out the individual solution that makes the most sense for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's important. And I'm glad you brought up HSAs. So it sounds like if you contribute, uh, and I'm glad you have uh, the him on your team, because obviously having a Medicare specialist is important. And they look at insurance options for health care for retirement. And I know you work that into your overall financial and retirement plans for people. But if people have the money to put into an HSA before they hit 65, uh, they can use it after they hit 65. They just can't control contribute more money to it, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. You can pump money in there all the way up until you get on Medicare at 65, and you can use that money anytime throughout your retirement. You just can't put any more into it after that point. Right, right. And with the look-back period, probably you can do it right up until six months before your 65th birthday, and then you better start, uh, then you just uh, let it sit in there until you need it, and it can come out tax-free to pay for dental. Uh, that that makes sense. Um, or any health care needs at that point. Right, right. Yep. Well, I know there are a lot of options and insurance options and strategies that you guys use for your clients, so I, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. And if our listeners have questions about that, uh, they can definitely give you a call. And, and before we go, uh, you'll let them know how to do that, because I know um, that Mr. Went there offers complimentary consultations as well uh, to sit down with them and talk to them about that. And uh, Sue, you and Cole are more than happy to talk with folks about the questions they have. And you have a great staff there as well. Now, um, Medicare, again, we said, you know, it doesn't cover, you know, four of the main things retirees need <laughs> or are going to need long, <laughs> long-term care, dental, as you mentioned, uh, vision and hearing and hearing aids are not cheap. My my mother-in-law needs hearing aids now and so we're trying to we're dealing with that and wow those can get expensive oh, they yes. sure can absolutely <laughs> yes, yeah i mean uh, cheap cheap ones for about five grand and they right. yeah. go up go up from there and i'm like wow i can buy really nice state-of-the-art uh, headphones <laughs> for, <laughs> right. that, for a lot less i don't understand uh so that but that's me hey that's me well we're almost out of time for today's show cole do you have anything you want to add before we go today just one final reminder for our listeners that of course we've got all of these different uh, tools and resources that we can assist them with and they can give us a call anytime to schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation to discuss these topics at 715-355-4445 or they can visit the website at retirewithbushka.com all right. Thank you so much, Sue and Cole. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445. 
or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.